Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Monster Monday presented, of course, by DraftKings. It's a new week. Heck. It is a new year. Happy New Year to each and every one of you. Hope you had an excellent holiday weekend. I know a lot of you don't have work today. Good for you. Jack and I still do. We are getting off to an early start here in 2023, recording this uh, a little after 6 a.m. Eastern time. Get it posted for you guys a little bit earlier than normal. We're going to try and do that a lot this year. It is 2023, which means... Jack is officially the full-time producer of the show now. Kudos once again to Brian for an amazing, amazing 10 years together. We obviously wish him well, and we'll get him on the show from time to time, if he's willing to give us an update on everything going on in his very busy life. It's a new week, which means we will have new winners. I love when you guys try to be winners. I love it. Um you know, it just shows that you care, right? The spread the word winner via social media. Let's keep the TikTok coming. I love it. It's really easy for you. If you're not on TikTok, get on your kid's TikTok. Get on anybody's TikTok. Follow at Ross Tucker NFL. Or you know what the other one you could do? You could follow Ross Tucker Pod on Facebook. I'm looking to get more people following Ross Tucker Pod on Facebook. So check that out as well. Sponsor confirmation email winner. Got a new sponsor this week. So you've heard from Zengo, Raycon, First Leaf, ExpressVPN, but West Shore. I am so pumped about West Shore Home. I'll tell you why, and I'll let you know a little bit later on in the show. And then, of course, I did a shout-out over the weekend. Somebody that won the YouTube shout-out, and they said, you have no idea how much this means to us, how much we need this. Um, it was a shout out for their daughter for whatever reason. So I love it. I love giving you guys shout outs that you're looking for. So just go to youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, hit the thumbs up to subscribe to any video, reply to any video. Heck, you can even just reply shout out. Just looking for the shout out, Ross. That's fine. It all counts. Big show time. The Big Show. 
All right, Ross, before we get in each of these games, what were your overall themes from week 17 in the NFL? Boy, there's a lot, Jack. I feel like I have a lot of themes this week. Let's start with, once again, no Lamar Jackson for the Ravens or Jalen Hurts for the Eagles. And it was very clear. It was very obvious. Two teams playing home games. Eagles could have clinched the number one seed. The Baltimore Ravens could have put themselves in better position in terms of winning the AFC North. Now, if the Bengals win tonight, the Ravens are eliminated from winning the AFC North. Neither backup quarterback played particularly well. And you can see how much both of those franchises are missing their starting quarterbacks. And I think it's fair to note that this is one of the things that a team has to consider, has to take into account if their starting quarterback is also going to be one of the primary ball carriers, right? You almost have to account for the fact that there's a decent likelihood that they're going to miss a couple games a year and that that's going to affect your team. So whether you make sure you have a really good backup or you just acknowledge that you're going to be a disadvantage in those games and you accept it two years in a row, really for both of them, right? Jalen Hurts missed the Jets game a year ago for the Eagles. He's missed a couple games now this year. Lamar Jackson missed several last year. He's missed several this year. Just something that you need to take into account if your primary starting quarterback is one of your leading ground gainers. Just part of it. Some of the things that jump out to me, we had some we had some teams clinching some things. Kudos to the New York Giants and their fans. It feels like it's been a long time, but they're going to the playoffs. I mean, and they clinched with a game to spare. Very impressive job by Brian Dable because, man, they still don't have the most talented roster. Not even close to it. But he's gotten Daniel Jones to play really well. He has. And he's utilized Saquon effectively. And they've got a bunch of no-name receivers that have made plays for him. So kudos to to Big Blue and the Giants. It's a big step in the right direction. Big step. No matter what happens moving forward. And I don't put anything past them in the playoffs. I think they can be a competitive out. um, Especially if they play the Vikings again. Which is looking very likely. I, I wouldn't be surprised the Giants win that game at all. The Bucks winning their division, wow. I mean, they were down 14-0. They were down 21-10 in the fourth quarter. You cannot kill Tom Brady. I wrote this on Twitter, at Ross Tucker NFL. It's his worst season, pretty clearly. And he's a division champ. I know the division is not good. He's still a division champ, still going to the playoffs, still have a home playoff game for his franchise in his worst season ever, and he still got it done at the end of a lot of these games, including yesterday. Carson Wentz, that decision, what a brutal one for Ron Rivera. They start the day controlling their own destiny, controlling their fate. They end the day eliminated. Wow. That was a big decision by Ron Rivera. It did not work out in the slightest. Wentz had three interceptions. 
the commanders scored 10 points against that Browns defense. And he's not going to be the quarterback there next year. I can tell you that much right now. I mentioned it earlier. The Eagles still can't clinch the number one seed. I got to tell you guys, I know a lot of you aren't on Twitter. Man, you should be. If only to see the enjoyment I get when I tweet something like, are there any bigger rivalries in sports than the Battle of L.A. between the Chargers and Rams? And hundreds of people reply with bigger rivalries. Hundreds of people take that seriously. I mean, the thing that I'm always amazed by is like when people see the language I use, you would think it's very clear. But people just don't think. Are there any bigger rivalries in sports? The Battle of L.A.? Nobody calls it the Battle of L.A. I didn't even say battle rivalries in the NFL. I said in sports. I mean, please. You know, people just are, it's a really interesting lesson, not to get too philosophical or deep on you here, but how people aren't really very discerning about what they read. You know, they're, they're not. I think that was like the number one thing I learned in college. You need to be very, very conscious of biases, satire, very cognizant of what you're reading. The last theme is just, it must be so nice and so fun to be a Steelers or a Packers fan. I mean, they really don't know, for the most part, what it's like for other fans of other teams. Even when it looks like it's a lost season for both, they're both going to be in the last game, likely with a chance to make the playoffs, but they're at least in the mix. So many teams are already done for the year and have been. I, I think it just speaks very, very well to those franchises and the cultures that they've built. Funny, by the way, I was talking a lot last week about New Year's resolutions I got one for you. Step up your game around the house. You know, I know a lot of you are like me and my wife, Kara. You probably have an old bathtub or an old bathroom that you'd love to remodel, but you just never get around to it, right? Like you don't have the time. You don't know where to go. I'm getting not one, but two bathrooms remodeled. Thanks to my friends at West Shore Home. Huge fan. So first of all, you guys know my wife works. They came to our house to give us a quote at 7 o'clock on a Tuesday. 7 o'clock on a Tuesday. And here's the thing. The girls are 9 and 10 now. They don't really need that. Like, I don't even know what it is. You know, our house was built in 98. Is that acrylic? Everybody has these same, like, I don't know how to describe them. They're like plastic tubs. We have that in the girls' bathroom and in the guest bathroom. We're getting them both taken out and putting in like a nice spacious shower. It is awesome. Crazy quick and easy process. They gave you the exact pricing on the project on the spot. Here's what's amazing, right? 
Go to www.westshorehome.com slash Ross to schedule a free consultation. It's free. And get 20% off your remodeling project for a limited time. So you want to talk about an awesome way to be the sponsor confirmation email winner? You don't have to spend the dime. Just go to westshorehome.com slash Ross to schedule a free consultation and get 20% off if you do a remodeling project like us for a limited time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ducks takes. All right, Ross, we'll start with Young Hoku, who wins it for the Falcons via walk-off field goal 2019. Young Waiku. Young Way. Young Waiku. That's all right. So, strange game. On Friday, out of nowhere, the Cardinals ruled out DeAndre Hopkins and Colt McCoy. Hopkins' knee was bothering him. Colt McCoy, they, who had been cleared on Tuesday to, and was going to start, had concussion symptoms. I'm not saying I don't believe them. I am saying to have both of those things happen on Friday is unusual, is the best way I would describe it. Very unusual for guys that are expected to play all week to both surprisingly get ruled out on Friday. I thought, you know, if I'm a Falcons fan, I'm actually encouraged by this season. Solid outings again from Ritter, Tyler Algier, Drake London. You know, they get Kyle Pitts back next year. So I don't know what they'll do at quarterback. I don't know if they'll bring another vet in, you know, just to have somebody else to compete with Ritter or in case Ritter's not the guy. But they need to do something. Thought David Blau for uh, Blau for the Cardinals did some positive things, especially finding Trey McBride, the rookie tight end, with a big day. JJ Watt got another sack. Just felt like the Cardinals kind of ran out of gas after James Conner got injured. Detroit keeps their playoff hopes alive with a forty-one ten win against the Bears. So Justin Fields, his running remains incredible. The amount of times he's gone over twenty miles an hour. He is one of the fastest players in the NFL, period. Not quarterbacks, players. He even got that Cole Komet touchdown early. I think he's close to breaking the rushing record for a quarterback, like very close. He didn't do it yesterday, did he, Jack? I don't think he, I don't think he broke it yesterday. We probably would have heard about that, but he's close. That was about it for the Bears. Other than that, Another week where the Lions are getting a lot of touchdowns out of random tight ends. If it's not Zilstra, it's Brock Wright. Aiden Hutchinson was an awesome draft pick. You know, he's got seven sacks or whatever, but he had another athletic interception. That's three athletic interceptions. He's like 6'7", 270 to have three athletic interceptions. Plus, they have another stud rookie rusher, James Houston. I mean – you got to be fired up if you're the Lions about 
these young bookend DNs moving forward. And then the offense just ran and passed through a terrible, terrible Bears defense. 41-10. And now the Lions, very decent chance that they have a, a chance to go to the playoffs. They need the Seahawks to lose this upcoming weekend, which I don't know if that's going to happen or not. But at least the Lions have put themselves in this position. Another big statement game, this time from the Jaguars, who beat the Texans in a literally meaningless game, 31-3. Well, that's not true, I think, though, Jack. I think there's still a scenario. Might be done now that the Ravens lost to the Steelers, but there was like a scenario, and there still might be, where the Jags could lose to the Titans and still be the wild card. It's like the Bills have to beat the Patriots. Jets have to beat the Dolphins. There's like a bunch of things have to happen, but the Jags could theoretically lose to the Titans and still win the, a wild card spot. I don't think that's going to happen. That game, by the way, is Saturday night, and I expect the Jags to beat the Titans. I think the game is in Jacksonville. That's cool for those people. After how beat down they were last year, they get a home Saturday night, essentially playoff game to win the division with the first-year head coach and Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence. I'm, I'm excited for them. Travis Etienne had a long run. A huge step back for the Titans – or for the Texans on both sides of the ball after some of their recent performances. Jags were able to, like, sit a bunch of their starters when they go up 28 nothing in the third quarter. Russell Wilson, the Broncos look a lot better, but they can't get it done against the Chiefs 27-24. For some reason – the Broncos play their best games against the Chiefs. I have no idea why. They had a lead late in the game. This could have been a huge loss for the Chiefs and significant for the Bengals and the Bills who play tonight. But the Chiefs got it done. By the way, Chiefs Raiders next Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern time. And I'll be calling that one. That's my game next week, Jack, uh, out there in Las Vegas. Uh, Mahomes was his typically incredible self pretty much throughout. He's going to be the MVP. He should be the MVP. He did have a red zone interception, which wasn't great. Other than that, he was pretty awesome. Jarek McKinnon has been on fire, scoring touchdowns out of the backfield as of late. I thought uh, Russell Wilson was under duress a lot. Karloff, this was another good rookie draft pick. Chris Jones got him on that fourth down late. But the Broncos' offense showed some life with the new play caller. They used Russell Wilson's legs a little bit, running touchdown, got him on the move. And the Chiefs' special teams might come back to haunt them, by the way. Chiefs' special teams not looking real good. Shout out play caller. That's another Philly guy. I don't know if you knew that. Justin Allen, their offensive coordinator, is a local Philly guy. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, he. I believe CB West was his alum. But – we move forward. Miami, their implosion continues, this time losing to the Patriots in a pivotal AFC East battle, 23-21. The entire game changed when Bridgewater threw that pick six to Duggar. Not only does he throw the pick six, but then he hurts his hand and he can't grip a ball, supposedly. So in comes Skylar Thompson. And at that point, you know, the Dolphins couldn't really do anything The Patriots were able to limit the Dolphins' wide receivers without big plays. But the Dolphins were up 14-7 second half. 
even 14-10 till the Duggar pick six changed everything. Pack Patriots offense still not all that impressive, but rookie wide receiver Tyquan Thornton had a nice day. That's one bright spot is that maybe they finally have a good rookie receiver. For the first time since 2016, the Giants are headed to the playoffs following a blowout of the Colts, 38-10. What a blast from the past, by the way. Landon Collins getting a pick six off of Foles to put the Giants up 21-3, pretty much put it away. Daniel Jones, I mentioned earlier, playing really well again. His numbers passing don't wow you, but he's taking care of the football. It's the throws he's making at the time he's making it. He almost ran for 100 yards. He ran for two touchdowns, and his ability to run is something that makes him a good quarterback. You heard me. He's a good quarterback in the NFL. Colts are pretty much just playing out the string at this point. A lot of people have been talking about Kayvon Thibodeau doing the snow angel or whatever while Foles was hurt. He says he he didn't know Foles was hurt while he was doing that. I believe him. I'm okay with that. But I did see a video where he then went on the sideline and did the good night signal. Now, if he's saying good night, meaning the game is over, good night to the Colts, that's one thing. If he's saying good night to Nick Foles or go to sleep to Nick Foles, then I got a problem with that. Philadelphia's offense looked horrendous without Jalen Hurts being upset by the Saints at home 20 to 10. Brutal game for the Eagles. Their worst loss. Kudos to the Saints. They got Marshawn Lattimore back, Chris Olave back, and those guys both made a huge difference. Lattimore made several plays, including a pick six. I mean, he is a difference making player. Chris Olave, especially early, was converting a bunch of those third downs when they needed him to, it was a while in the first half before the Saints even had an incompletion as they totally controlled the clock, never let the Eagles get into any type of rhythm, controlled the line of scrimmage, controlled time of possession. Minshew was never comfortable in the pocket. I don't think there were people open early in the game. A.J. Brown had a long touchdown to get the Eagles within 13-10, but... That was about it. Cam Jordan, big day with three sacks. Unfortunately for the Saints, the Bucks winning essentially eliminated them, that and the Packers. So the Saints are done regardless, but they are finishing strong. And, uh, you know, I think that bodes well for Dennis Allen. Brady and the Bucks clinched the NFC South on the back of Mike Evans beating the Panthers 30-24. Almost by himself. Mike Evans almost beat the Panthers by himself. I don't know how you let them do that if you're the Panthers. Three times, including twice against Henderson, C.J. Henderson, they let Mike Evans beat him over the top. Three times of at least 30 yards. Two of them are over 50 yards. That is horrible coaching by the Panthers. You have double-digit leads twice, and you let that happen. By the way, the punter for the Bucks, Camarda, maybe made the most athletic play I've ever seen by a punter to save the day. Could have blown the game. Crazy. Thought Sam Darnold played really well. 
had some awesome throws to tremble for a touchdown, DJ Moore for a touchdown. Unfortunately for the Panthers, they just couldn't run it as well as the Bucks' run defense slowed them down pretty significantly. Carson Wentz struggling in a playoff deciding game. Name more iconic duo. The Commanders lose big time to the Browns in Washington, 24th then. Two years in a row, man. Two years in a row that he has not played well. Three interceptions. Set the tone with a couple of bad interceptions early. Jonathan Allen getting hurt for the Commanders. Set them back. I thought it was by far the best of Sean Watson's look for the Browns. That was an encouraging second half, if you're a Browns fan, to see how Deshaun Watson looked in that game. Amari Cooper had a nice day. Grant Delpit on defense. And Wentz only having 10 points. I mentioned this earlier. By the way, a lot of people have their uh, they're up in arms about Ron Rivera not knowing that the commanders could be eliminated. It doesn't really bother me. Not at all. I mean, he'll know that by the end of the night, and obviously now they are eliminated. But how, how did that affect his play calling or game planning or coaching in the game against the Browns at all? I don't know. I mean, they were trying to win the game against the Browns. Then right after the game, someone says, Will you consider Sam Howell if you're eliminated? He didn't know they could be eliminated. That doesn't bother me. Look, these guys are focused on what matters. And until they were eliminated, that didn't matter at all. Honestly, that I see a lot, a lot of people giving a lot of criticism for that. Fair question, of course, but didn't really bother me. An overtime interception from Jarrett Stenham sets up the 49ers to win their ninth straight, 37-34. I thought Stidham, for the most part, played really well, though, especially in the first half. I mean, Devontae Adams is just an absurd football player. Absurd, including that big catch he made late. But Stidham and the Raiders moved the ball very, very well. Um, It was, I thought, highly encouraging the way they were able to move the ball. Brock Purdy continues to play well. Christian McCaffrey is a monster. I mean, that was a big-time pickup in the middle of the season by the Niners to go get him. It's not just the catches he makes out of the backfield. He is a good, like, short yardage physical runner. Nobody, by the way, had moved the ball against the Niners like that, maybe since the Chiefs game. After starting their season 7-4, the Jets dropped their fifth straight, being eliminated from playoff contention with a 23-6 loss to the Seattle Seahawks. Mike, Mike White was just out of rhythm all game. He, he just, I think Jets fans had high hopes for Mike White coming back. He was just not able to get into a rhythm at all. Uh, Geno Smith made some good touchdown throws to tight ends that nobody's heard of. I've heard of Parkinson, but Tyler Mabry, I remember when he was at UB. That's wild. Uh, they kicked the Jets out. Kenneth Walker has some serious juice. That's another takeaway for me from that game. Big hats off to the Packers, who control their playoff destiny after a 41-17 blowout of the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings. Well, listen, the Vikings, you knew it wasn't their day. They block a punt. They get the ball at the one, and they get stuffed on three plays, settle for a field goal. That kind of set the tone for a bad day. They might have lost the battle and the war. I mean, they lose their backup tight end, Schlotman, and they lose their right tackle, Brian O'Neill. 
which did not look good. Non-contact injury on the interception return for a touchdown didn't look good at all. Packers' first two touchdowns were a kickoff return for a touchdown by Keyshawn Nixon, who was incredible all year for the Packers. Pick six by Savage. Packers then just kind of ran over the Vikings, who kind of knew it wasn't their day. Jair Alexander shut down Justin Jefferson. I think he had one catch. Packers now have that unbelievable game coming up against the Lions. You missed my cue there at the Big Hats. I saw you talking about that on Twitter last night. Uh, no, I heard it. I didn't miss it. I heard it. Yeah. Uh, Jair Alexander was wearing a big hat after the game. Evidently, people are actually wearing those things. This is when I become very happy that, first of all, I never really cared about the trends. But secondly, I'm a dad. I'm middle-aged. I really don't care about the trends now. Like, you will not be catching me in a big hat. Well, you see, Ross, it's funny because it's bigger than a normal hat. on <laughs> with the biggest rivalry in football the chargers winning this year's rendition taking down the rams 31 10 yeah i mean just all of the hype going up into it leading into it all of the pomp and circumstance that i was surprised the chargers won because you throw out the records when the battle for the hearts of los angeles are at stake uh eckler's a monster I'm so glad they're in the playoffs. He's such a monster. So is Mike Williams, by the way. Mike Williams had a tremendous game. Cam Akers was really like the lone bright spot for the Rams, I felt like, on offense as they took a big step back after last week. They were much better last week. Rams ran it pretty well with Akers, but that was about it. Disappointed in Baker Mayfield and the Rams in this game. And we'll wrap things up with Kenny Pickett, who leads the Steelers on another game-winning drive to keep their playoff hopes alive with a 16-13 victory over the Baltimore Ravens. I I feel like we could just repeat what I said last week. Same game as always. Love the physical nature of the rivalry. Same game as always between the Ravens and the Steelers. That Cam Hayward penalty at the end of the first half, like that made me happy that the Steelers won. Because that was gigantic. That was between a field goal and a touchdown. Because then Huntley throws a touchdown pass to Isaiah Likely. Huge. Ravens were up 10 in the third quarter. Huntley threw it better than he had been, I felt like, in recent weeks. But the Steelers just keep playing. Najee Harris had a nice game again. George Pickens made plays. Kenny Pickett delivered in the clutch late when he had to. And now the Steelers have a pretty decent chance to make the playoffs, which is really incredible. Kudos to them. Other than that, we got some shout-outs, Jack. That's how we do it here. At the end of every Ross Tucker football podcast, you can get a shout-out for your business if you are an I Think We're Done Here member of patreon.com slash rtmedia. So shout-outs go to Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, humanheadnyc.com, SteakhouseSports.com, Go-Bangles.com, Evergreen Economics, Vision Comics with an X, BackOfficeScheduler.com, and of course, MyFrontPageStory.com. I know you don't know what to get somebody for Valentine's Day, which will be here in a month. Very clear. It's MyFrontPageStory.com. I think we're done here.
Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.